TNT Talk. And yet Carol smiles. Why, boss? probably have the numbers, but we have Melissa, and Sharon, and Pete. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I am binding a hope to my heart, but we have come this far with the podcast. Both of us still here. If we follow the show outline, if we keep to our discussion, if our microphones continue to shine brightly upon us, allowing us this dream, this podcast, we will lose not one of our listeners. We will lose not one of our listeners. Not one. We broadcast onward. Wow. <laughs> you know, guys, I know we usually open, talk about who we are and what we do, but our actors for TNT Improvisational Theater, they just insisted that they have a cold open this week. You know, they they can be pretty demanding, but so far we're, you know, we're going to, we, we keep up with them. What do you think, Tamish? Do you, I, are you okay I with have, giving in to those demands? I think so. I think we can handle it. I, I mean, think we can handle it. <laughs> I, mean, I know we don't reveal, you know, who our actors are. There is no. a confidentiality agreement, but I can assure you that as much as you might think that that was not Kari Payton, <laughs> I can tell you that it was not Kari Payton. I know it. you may be tempted to think <laughs> that it was, but um, yeah, no, we, we couldn't get Kari. But um, we had to also get a stand in for uh, the tiger. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Shiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a tough call there. We thought we were going to actually have her on, but she she had dinner and we didn't want to kind of intervene. Well, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, this podcast is not a money machine, so we, we can't we can't afford we those can't. those big names. But we, we do appreciate our actors and um, we were we were happy to accommodate them this week and give them a cold open. I think if, if you remember uh, this week to me, it sounded kind of familiar. There was a cold open for the episode this week. It and, was. Yeah. It was. So, oh yeah, my. I think I think they wanted to to be like that. So um yeah. <laughs> there you go, folks. We we just started off with TNT improvisational theater. We are TNT. I'm Tracy. And I'm Tamish. And we make up TNT talk. And we're Woo! gonna talk and talk and talk about The Walking Dead, the third episode of season eight, titled Monsters. Yeah. So, but uh, before we get started, we uh, did want to share that we had a great time at Walker Stalker Con Atlanta, the big fifth anniversary of that location. Did you have an awesome time, Tamish? I did. I had a wonderful time. We had some great interactions, got Mm -hmm. to meet some wonderful people. We got to meet 
Kari Payton. Woo-woo. We got to meet Sam Underwood. We got yes. to meet Coleman. one of your faves. Coleman Who? Domingo. Oh, yeah. Didn't he, didn't he give you a little wink shout out? While we were there. I think so. I think so. In his, yeah. on, his, on the live stage, yeah. Coleman and I, we, we go back a little ways. So, uh, yeah, he's he's the best. He is the best. And Kim Dickens, she oh, yeah. is so nice and just so beautiful. Uh, just look very glamorous looking, but really down to earth. Um, so that was cool meeting her. That was her first time at, um, I think, at any convention. Um, period. So we talked to her, we had an interview with her and talked to her a little bit about that. So you have to be watching for that coverage on undeadwalking.com. Yes. But you can find the podcast, this podcast on so many shows.com on iTunes. I know (laughs) we, we get around. So, um, yeah. Um, what else? We got a little bit of blowback this week. That's our version of feedback and Jay actually from so many shows, um, he is very adamant that Rick not try to stop Daryl, that he wants Daryl to just keep taking care of business like he's been. So that, that might come up in our questions, but when we reached out for some, um, some, some blowback for this week, that was what we heard from Jay. So you just tuck that away to me. And, and blowback for our new listeners is, is our version of feedback. Yes, either questions, comments that uh, listeners have about episodes, about what we talk about, and so forth. But uh, yeah, Jay had that commentary about this week's episode. So I I have the feeling we'll get into that a little bit more um, in the next few minutes because our format is to ask each other three questions, which we do not know ahead of time. We don't know each other's questions ahead of time. And we'll um, ask our co-host and then we'll answer for ourselves and then we'll talk about our most explosive moment and we will rate the episode based on one to five sticks of dynamite and if you listen carefully actually you should listen carefully because Tamisha's very 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 precise usually with her ratings so you do not want to miss a single decimal point from Tamish on that so stay tuned so <laughs> should we jump into monsters before we do did we have a winner to the fan art oh yes we did april on on twitter so and i did check in with her and she received it i think she's going to post some pictures but we were happy to share that with her and it arrived safely so thank you april and uh who knows maybe we'll have some more giveaways let us know what you think do you want some more giveaways let us know (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, Tracy, are you going first or do you want me to go first today? I, I'm going to let you be the boss. So you tell me. Not that I let you be the boss. You're going to be the boss if you want to or not, whether I say so or not. But You're sinking. I'm sinking. <laughs> help me. Help me. Okay. <laughs> you, you make that call, Shiva. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. My first question for you is, what do you think Gracie's uh, backstory is? Hmm. And I'm assuming because everybody watched the episode, you know who Grace is. We should not have to explain. Right. We saw her at the end of episode two, and then uh, we actually ended up seeing her at the end of episode three. I was kind of worried that we weren't going to see her in episode three. You and me both. Like the baby. (laughs) The baby. (laughs) You can't leave the baby. So, uh, baby Gracie, 
uh, what do I think is her story? Um, gosh, I think we could just make up anything we want because we just don't know. I mean, we, we believe that was her dad that Rick took out. So, um, he was not protecting guns after all. He was, uh, trying to protect uh, presumably his child. So, um, you know, it's hard to think about the timeline, how long, I mean, she looks about how old you think a month or two. I was actually, I was going to put her probably about three or four months. Yeah. Okay. So with that amount of time, it, it, it could be that, um, you know, he was just with his wife and child and then lost her and the saviors took them in. Um, so I'm going to guess that the wife was, uh, that there was, I'm going to guess there was a wife. Maybe they were just a typical family. Like Morales was a typical family with, um, I think he had two kids, right? A wife and two kids. But then he lost his family and the saviors took him in. So I'm going to guess that Gracie's dad had a similar situation. Lost the wife. They were struggling. And the saviors like, oh, we'll protect your, your kid and you if you work for us and uh, do what we say and go by our rules. Um, so that, that's my best guess. It's not terribly creative, but what do you have to say? I think that uh, Gracie is actually one of Megan's wives' kids. Oh, <laughs> and I think that th- I think that he sent one of his saviors to guard one of his uh-huh. most precious gifts. Mm. So that's that's my story. Until you tell, until we find, and we may never find. You know how they, yeah, write, yeah. But that was my thinking. Like, hmm, I'll, you know, because this area was off the beaten path in a sense, mm-hmm. not really in the mix of things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, it's very, very creative. I like that. You're always thinking outside the box. What would I do without Tamish? This would be just a boring podcast. Probably. It'd be TN. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's an interesting answer. I like that. Cause certainly he would want her to be somewhere safe and protected. Yes. And it seems like he wants, doesn't it seem like he wants his wives to bear children? I mean, remember Sherry kept getting tested? Yes, I would would think so. I would think so. I'm hoping that we eventually will see a little more backstory on Negan Mm -hmm. this season. So, yeah, Yeah. I I would think he would want them to have children. Yeah. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay. Question for you. Did you know that Daryl and Rick were inside the same building that Aaron and his group were trying to um, take care of outside the building. Yes. I, but I think that I knew that because Daryl or Rick said something about the courtyard. Oh, you are very astute. And that's why I said, Oh, and that, but I think that if those, that, Easter egg hadn't been laid. No, mm-hmm. I would not have realized it until they broke in and saved uh, Daryl and Rick. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I just felt like I missed that completely um, until till this episode towards the end when they all, you know, were outside together. I thought we had three groups at three different outposts or three different places. So that was a that was an interesting find. There. And I want to say, Lisa, I want to say, Tracy, we might have also missed something else because I think this somebody might have said, and please listeners correct us if we're wrong. 
when they were out there shooting and making the individual saviors become zombies, I thought somebody said we need to keep this going or something similar to that so that they could look. So Rick, I heard Rick and Daryl or Rick could look for the guns. Oh, to have time, in other words? Or have time or something. Oh, but. okay. Yeah. Yeah, let us know if you uh, have some intel there. So along those same lines, it's kind of, I guess, a part B of the question. Do you feel like if you were a comic book reader that you might understand more about what's been going on these first three episodes? Uh, I think that's a, I think that's a given. Mm-hmm. I think that's a given because I think that the comic book readers also, you know, already know knew what the war really was going to entail. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have to say, yes, I think, I think that I would have known. And then I might've even been like, Oh, add more to it or whatever, because right. to me, this is a lot, but yeah. Cause I just feel like I've missed a few things or then maybe not understood and then learned the next episode. And, and I just wondered if the, maybe some of those details were filled in, in the comic book from that perspective. And maybe I just, um, wasn't aware but you know I, i'm not the best like any movie or show that's like a war show or battles i tend to get a little lost sometimes <laughs> anyways <laughs> I, I may just chalk it up to that but but i wondered if, if there are any comic book readers listening let us know if uh if you think that would have helped us to understand all the details of of their plan and their strategies um so who knows all right what's your second question would you have let Gregory in? Would I have let Gregory in? Um, probably not. I, I, oh! I know, I know. You oh were my not. goodness! This <laughs> is one for the books, ladies and gentlemen. Tracy, Tracy is not going to be nice. You were oh not expecting that. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm keeping you on your toes, but you know what? He had so many chances to try to do the right thing. And I mean, that was just so blatant stealing Gabriel's car and, and running off, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying they should have shot him or anything, but like, no, you had your chance. You have multiple chances. You have, you know, screwed us over and we're not happy about it. And, uh, you made he made his choice. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, lay down the law and say, he made his choice. Go find another group to weasel your way into. We're done with you. So, <laughs> a lot of those same lines, I just would have shot him. Okay, I would have. He would have came to the gate, uh-huh. and then he would have been like, let me in. And then when he saw Maggie, mm-hmm. I would have had someone right above and just take him out. But I would have, I would have made sure he turned. Oh, so, yeah. There's no more chances for you, Gregory. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, you've. He's, he's pushed the boundaries way too far on that. Speaking and, of, and we don't even know where Gabriel is. I know. I was going to say, speaking of which, I really want to get back to that story. Oh. and Because uh, now how much time has passed? My son and I were talking about that. How much time has passed now? I guess it's all been in the same day. But, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want to be in that trailer or whatever with, with Negan more than 10 minutes. I mean, he's been in there for hours. So I just, you know, what is going on? Yeah, I would have to say it is the same day because they mm-hmm. had cars to get around. Yeah, the only people that didn't have cars to get around is the kingdom, and they've been walking. Yeah, you know, through the forest or whatever. But 
everybody else, I, th- I believe it's the same day. Yeah. But I mean, even a day, hours in there with him, that's just, that's too long. I, I need to and know. Get pee in your pants. I know. <laughs> now he's doing number two, girl. That's what he said. I number wasn't going to say that, though. <laughs> um, okay. My second question. Um, did you want to see more of the Morales story before Daryl took him out? Did it go too fast? It did. I really thought <laughs> I felt bad for him because I was like, ooh, he's been gone for how many seasons now? He has a reoccurring role. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Guess I was wrong about that. Yeah, me too. I did. I, I did want to see. I did want to see more of him. So that means he only had a day of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> on set. I know. Morales, we wanted more. We, we wanted more. Well, what we what, more. what were you kind of looking for? What were some of your ideas about hopefully what his story could have been? Going over to Rick's team and sabotaging it or trying to sabotage yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, you know, oh, yes, Rick, I'm back. You're right. I'm going to leave Negan and then turn on them once he gets on the inside. Oh, turn on the in. Oh, I see. Wow, that is intriguing. No, yeah, I- but- <laughs> go ahead. I just wanted to see more, at least more of that tension. You know, I wanted to to see more of, you know, he talked about how he came to be a part of Negan's group, but I wanted to see if Rick's group could work on him or, you know, just like Morgan has gone through different phases. I wanted to see if there was an opportunity for him to, to turn back to the other side um, or, or just, you know, like I said, that tension, just to see more of that tension, um, so I didn't really understand, which maybe that was the point, why he was so mad at Rick. Like I think he was just living or just agreeing with Negan. Yeah. Because Negan was his had brainwashed him, but I, I they didn't leave on bad terms. Him and his family went off in the car of their own free will. They said, No, we're gonna go this way. Yeah. And they made that choice. So I I was a little confused, but I did laugh. I feel like, shot him in the head. I was like, dang. Boom. That was fast. <laughs> I, I feel like he was kind of accusing Rick of, of being the one that, cha- that changed, you know, like, like everyone always talks about what if we had met, you know, Negan's group first and then Rick might seem like the bad guys. It's all, you know, from a different pr- perspective. And I think he was saying, Oh, you said you were this fair guy, this, this police officer, you know, he called him officer friendly that was trying to do the right thing. And now you're the enemy. You, you and your group have come in and taken out people and you're, um, you know, enemy number one to us. I think he was trying to point out that how much Rick had changed, um, and I'm sure there was just a lot of anger about, you know, losing his family and maybe he doesn't really want to be a savior, you know, or be part of Negan's group, but that's where he is. And that's, you know, sort of what he feels like is his lot in life. And I, I, I mean, it just seemed like he was trying to point out that Rick had actually betrayed people too, you know, and don't, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So he was kind of turning the mirror on, on Rick and um, yeah, I just would have liked to see the whole seen the whole thing play out some more, and um, you know maybe let some other people. Well, I guess Daryl obviously knew that that he was alive. Do you think? Do you think that Daryl knew who he was when he shot him? That's a good question. No, no he said it. Oh, he because did. Rick, uh, Rick asked him. He said, "Did you know who that is?" He said, oh, yeah, "Yeah," but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I guess not. not yeah. At this point. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I think that. Um, Rick was pretty much looking back in the mirror because Morales was 
a good person mm-hmm. and then the world changed him and that's exactly right. what happened to officer rick yeah and like rick's okay with how he's changed but he sees other people and how they've changed and that's you know that's wrong or that's bad um so that's that's really did bring up some interesting points you know what kind of change is good so. <laughs> Hmm. We shall see. Hmm. All right, what do you have for Is number it me? three? Yep, it's you. It's all you. Hello? It's all you, number um, three. Okay, so the kingdom is on a winning streak. Complete mm-hmm. winning streak. And as we heard from my improvisational <laughs> theater... <laughs> He was happy, he was talking and, mm-hmm. and expressing about how they're not going to lose. And then, right as the episode is about to end, he tells everybody to get down and they're ambushed by the saviors. Mm-hmm. So my question is, did you see that coming? So, Tamish wants to know if I was surprised about the kingdom being attacked at the end. Um you know, I want to say no, I wasn't surprised. Um, but because they kept saying, you know, not, you know, we will not lose one of our ranks, not one of our right. ranks, and, and things were going so well, and I just kind of got swept up in it. Um, so I guess I was surprised ultimately, but now I'm telling myself I shouldn't have been because, you know, things were going so well. <laughs> I would absolutely agree with you. They shut us up. They just kept saying it. So I'm glad we actually agree on something for once. Look at that. There you go. So, <laughs> there you go. It can happen. It can happen. Every once in a while. We won't take that. Okay. okay. All right. So my third question for you, what, uh, what was going on with Morgan and that fight with Jesus? What was that all about? I think that Morgan has lost something like something has snapped within him. I think mm-hmm. that he is completely uh, discombobulated and does not uh, relate to the world at this point. He cannot understand if he's supposed to fight, if he's not supposed to fight. He was at one time not fighting and trying to, you know, all things deserve to live. Now he switched up and now he's ready to fight and kill. Now you got Jesus coming back and saying, no, don't kill these people. So he doesn't really know what. <laughs> yes, he's confused. You know, he's a little confused. <laughs> he's a little confused. And I think that is ultimately, I think it's ultimately going to mess him up. And I think yeah. that he really believes he can't die. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think we kind of agree again. I mean, I think his psyche, no! <laughs> his psyche is just so, I don't want to say delicate, but, um, you know, he's shifted between so many things and so many philosophies so many times and people have pulled him in different directions. I think he's battling within himself about what Morgan really wants. You know, Eastman tried to pull him one way and then the group tried to pull him back another way. Um, and of course he went through the whole phase, the clear phase, you know, trying to deal with his demons and stuff. So I think, I mean, I know it sounds a little, uh, deep or meta, but I kind of think that fight with Jesus was him battling with himself, you know, because Jesus is supposed to be, they're supposed to be on the same side. Um, 
but yet he's fighting with him. So I think it just kind of is a little bit of a physical manifestation of him fighting within his own head about what he wants. So, yeah, I don't like you. I don't have the answer of where he's going with this, but, but he's definitely struggling. And uh, I think that really, that fight with Jesus really represented that. So. Yep. I think he's going to snap. We're going to watch and see. I think Morgan is literally going to snap. I think he's yeah. going to snap, and we're going to see. We're going to see him go downhill. And I don't. I don't recall if I had mentioned this to you before, uh-huh. but I think at the Walker Soccer Con they were all uh-huh. a little too calm. Did I mention uh-huh. that to you, all, to you all before? If not, I, I'm letting you all know. He was a little okay. too calm at Waffle Soccer Con, and so mm. were all the other characters. I think they were setting us up, ladies and gentlemen. So. <laughs> well, another thing about about calm and snapping, what if he snapped into something calm again? You know, it seems like he's going to snap and maybe go off the deep end, but I guess there's potential that he could snap back into some sort of sense of confidence and calm uh, who knows? Who knows? I guess, you know, ultimately we just have to I, we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> we will find out. Um Okay, so we we did ask three questions, but I, I don't think we can move on without talking a little bit about losing Eric. I mean that that was tough. Um and I I was a little unsettled with with him turning into a zombie and Aaron not having or taking the opportunity to take him out and put him down. <laughs> Say that again. Say it again. I, I was a little um, bothered by him, by Aaron not either having or taking the opportunity to put Zombicide Eric down. That that I struggled with that. I, I wanted that to happen, and I feel like it could have because he wasn't that close to that other crowd of zombies. I, feel, I just feel like he could have run up there and taken care of business and, and come back. Um, I just felt a little unfinished. It made me even more sad for him to to see him continue to go on as a zombie. Yep, I, I would agree. And I would have preferred, again, I would have preferred if they would have just let us see the blood on the tree and then just the gun laying there and then let us just, you know, make our own uh, thoughts or assumptions about what had happened or I would have rather have seen him as a zombie. I need him to see one or the other. Okay. So either uh, yeah. Either infer I, what happened and just let it be yes. um sort of in our mind actually confront him as a zombie. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that too. Yeah, yeah so, I but, really kinda wanted to see what he looked like as a zombie, actually. Yeah. Me too. And so. I kinda wanted that for Jordan the actor. Um, cause he's so much fun and, and so great with the fans and put so much into it. I think it would have been, uh, a neat, I mean, it's still sad, but I, mean, I think it was, uh, you know, technically acting wise, I think it would have been a, a cool thing for him to, um, you know, to see that whole transition. Aww. You know, he's gone. Gone. You know, <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> Okay, so we um just to step back to that original blowback we had from Jay, I think it was pretty obvious in our conversation thus far, but um to follow up, he his uh comment was that he wants Rick to stay out of the way and let um Daryl just keep taking people out. 
Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Daryl needs to just keep, keep of course, I hashtag Team Daryl all the way. He needs <laughs> of to course. continue doing exactly that. This we're at war. We're yeah. at we are at war, and he needs to kill him. He needs to kill everybody in his path and decimate the saviors and get back to whatever sense of normalcy you can have in the apocalypse. I don't know what that is, but I guess yeah. we're going to find out. So yeah. Yeah, we don't know exactly what that's going to look at, but let's get there. He's the only one that seems, or one of the few that seems really focused and not wavering on things, you know, just let's get this done. He's got a list, he's checking it off, and he's ready to move on to the next phase. And I am excited to see what that next phase is, and I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good outcome. And, mm. You know, you're, like, Wait a minute, you're life. talking about the apocalypse now. I know, what I know. what <laughs> outcome can be good? <laughs> Um, getting rid of vegan, that would be good for me, but, um, yeah. Who knows what and who's going to take his place? <laughs> you're, right, you're right. There's always going to be a threat, always be an enemy, but, yeah, I just, yeah, he's, but he's the one that's, yeah, going through and trying to move on to that next phase and not getting stuck in between, so we agree with you, Jay, just, just to confirm, we agree with you. Yes, we do. Team Daryl all the way from the beginning until now. Yes. Always. 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 For sure. Doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Melissa, um, can't, did Melissa get a shout out in that BT Improvisational Theater? I think she did. I believe she did. I believe she did yeah. because uh, even though uh, Improvisational Theater is always amazing, we did call out Melissa's name. I, I think I think there was. So, but we did, um, since we've been recording, we got some blowback from Melissa, and I think Melissa made a very good point. She wants to know, or she wishes that Rick had looked for some baby supplies while he was there to send with Gracie. And you know what? I think I think he didn't have to look that hard. She was in a, a nursery. She had a crib. Surely there were supplies in there. Why okay. <laughs> you got to think about it, though. Okay. You, found, you found Gracie. And then right when you found Gracie, then Morales appeared, then you got attacked. And then when everything calmed down, probably the last thing on your mind as a man. Now, remember, Rich is a man, a woman. <laughs> sorry, but I'm sorry. We would have been thinking along those lines, like, wait a minute, we got to get this and this. Or he might have <laughs> wanted to share Judah's items. But I think we're going to have a little baby apocalypse coming up very soon. Oh. I think Judas is not going to be happy. <laughs> Having to share her time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. But that's good. Melissa, that's to answer your question. It's, it was because he wasn't thinking about it. Okay. I would have thought okay. about it just like you would have thought about it. And the way Melissa thought about it. Yes. <laughs> so I'm okay. with you, Melissa. Diver. Fair point. Close. Fair point. And you know, it was Maggie's baby not being born yet. I'm trying to think through. I don't think... Um, I don't think Judith has ever seen another baby. I mean, this is her world. She may not know that other small people exist, other other babies and kids. Exactly. So it when could you be don't know something, game. you <laughs> attack it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's going to be funny. Okay. That is, that is very interesting. All right. Well, let's um, let's tell what our most explosive moments were for, this, for the episode. Um, for me, it was um, – probably when Daryl um shot Morales with you know with the arrow. I just I didn't I thought that I thought that story was gonna go on for a little while and uh didn't yeah, see that I coming. Did too. 
Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I jumped a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I jumped I jumped a little bit and I was just like, Whoa. I was I was not expecting that. And it didn't scare me so much as it just surprised me. I was like, Wait, 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 what? Let's rewind. <laughs> so I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I so would have to say mine I would have to say my thoughts process behind that was okay we're gonna have a little moment you know with morales and maybe even a couple episodes and i just was like yeah what in the world so and then Mm -hmm. i think for me it'll have to be when the kingdom was attacked by the savior Mm -hmm. i was just not Mm -hmm. ready for that i got caught up Mm -hmm. i got caught up and when i got caught up that's when i forgot that you kept saying nothing was going to happen when I knew in the back of my mind something was, and then, bam, and I was like, whoa, so. Yeah. We have to, yeah. have to wait and see. We oh. try to be so smart about this show, but yet emotionally we still get pulled in and, and they yes. get us a lot and of Every time. time. And now that, we have to wait was, until Sunday to see what's going to happen. The king, protect the king. That that look on his face when he saw, you know, the, whatever moving up in the window, that was some seriously good acting. Like, I yeah. felt super stressed when I saw that oh. look on his face. Yeah. That I makes knew. me sad. Yeah. That you were stressed about that. Because oh, if you were stressed, that means some of our other listeners were stressed, too. So. That's right. Well, I guess that's what they were going for, though. Yeah. They so. did good. They did real good. All right, let's rate the episode. We have between one and five sticks of dynamite, five being the best. I'm going to go. I was wavering a little bit, um, but I'm going to go a little bit higher than I think I originally thought because I've had a lot of fun talking about this episode with you. It's gotten me energized about it. So, Ah. yeah, yeah, I'm going with a four. Wow. Four. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot going on. And, um, yeah, I, it it moved the story along. I liked it. That's a good positive rating. Four. How about you? I think I'm gonna go with wait for it. Four point two three seven five. Oh my! Did you get all those decimals, folks? You, you gotta you gotta get each one. Are you paying attention? So I think that is my rating. I think uh, we they did a really good job. Um, yeah. on this one and I was wanting more. I really was. So Yeah. Yeah, we wanted it to keep going. But the credits rolled. Yeah, it was yes. a lot a lot going on. And some a lot of emotional stuff too. So. And it just yes. Hashtag my heart was beating. Hashtag I can't wait for next Sunday. No more hashtag And don't don't forget your favorite hashtag. Steve Daryl There you go, there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us uh, for this discussion. But we want to remind you that um, we're at somanyshows.com where you can find articles, reviews. You can find the the podcast um, posted there as well. Or you can go to iTunes to the So Many Shows uh, podcast on iTunes. We would love your ratings and reviews. Um, on iTunes or comments on the so many shows.com website that helps us know how we're doing and what you're looking for. If you would like to reach us uh, individually, you can write to Tamish, T A M E C H E 
at those.com or Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y at so many shows.com or both. And um, we'd love to hear from you and let us um, know what you're thinking, what you're thinking about the podcast, what you're thinking about the episodes and this season of The Walking Dead. And let's just uh, continue that conversation. Yes, yes. We really want to hear from you guys. So just let us know your thoughts, just like Tracy said. Yes, love it. All right, guys, that's it for us. Thanks so much. See you next time. Bye.